38% of what we receive when we have verbal communications with other people comes in the form of the tone we use. 38%. That's almost half of the response to the message. That is an incredibly alarming statistic because it almost renders what we say useless. Some people, and I've had this experience, will completely shut down and not even pay any attention to what's being said just because the tone used is not favorable. When we communicate with one another, it is an incredibly complex system that has evolved over the course of our history that involves more than just the words. There is, as I previously mentioned, toned, and there's an emotional component to it. We have an ability to c communicate with one another on an emotional level that no other species can. And part of this dynamic is going to be discussed in tonight's podcast in creating your response. Welcome to another episode of the Paradigm Left Podcast. This is episode four. I'm your host, Elliot E., and we're going to jump right in. Let's talk creating your response. Language is something many of us take for granted. Our ability to speak and communicate as effectively as we can is in fact one of the characteristics that have helped to separate us from the rest of the animal world. We seldom consciously work to advance our communication skills past the elementary level so many of us are stuck at. As children, we learned our native language which, with such mastery, it's hard to explain why we get stuck once we get past a certain level of fluency. But we do. We all do. Unless we consciously work to improve our communication skills with one another, how we communicate usually stays at a default level, particularly within our culture, whatever culture that is. Probably the most important skill we can develop to effectively create our response is to enhance our communication skills. And that generally will only come when we can deconstruct certain elements of our response. In other words, we have to be able to pump the brakes and slow things down. So, as I mentioned in the opening about tone, it's critical that when we communicate with one another, we're coming from a creative space. And what I mean by that is we're coming from a non-threatening space emotionally. Because Particularly if it's going to be a situation where communication is going to be difficult, then we need to ensure that the message is going to be received. And as a speaker, it is our responsibility to know where the person we are having a conversation with is at. So we need to know the most effective way to communicate what it is we want to express to the person who is receiving it. Now, I have had many instances where I have had an exchange 
or a response to a situation and I look back and I say to myself, I could have handled that differently or I could have said this. And more often than not, the reason why I didn't do it is because I lacked the knowledge. I'm not speaking about regret. That's a completely different thing. But we all operate from this place where we do the best we can with what we know. And unless you're consciously increasing what you know, the best you can will stay stagnant. There's a corollary relationship between the two. So I'm someone who's dedicated to my personal growth. I'm constantly trying to improve in as many areas as I can. I read books. I write. I do things to consciously try and little by little expand my comfort zone and step out of it. So when we are actively doing things like that, we will have situations where as we accumulate more knowledge, we're going to see we could have created a different response. James Burke, the author of The Day the Universe Changed, succinctly said, knowledge changes your universe. So creating our response is incredibly important, and it's one of the first real steps we can take to getting beyond ourselves. And when I say getting beyond ourselves, I'm talking about expanding who we are. Because we all have a default response to a variety of different types of stimuluses, right? So there may be a, per, a, a situation or a person or a saying where we have a response where we know we can do better. And the only way that happens is to take a step back and deconstruct what is our default response. So I'll give you an example. We all have inflection points. Inflection points are those spaces where we feel emotionally uncomfortable. And it's such a discomfort that it, it will take us off our line of what it is we're trying to do or accomplish. So sometimes as a boss, you may have to have a conversation with an employee or a subordinate, and it could be a touchy topic. Or, or the reverse could be true. You can be an employee wanting to speak to your boss or supervisor about something you may not feel completely comfortable about. The minute you can stop and recognize this is uncomfortable, that's where you can deconstruct your default reaction and work towards creating your response. By stopping in that moment and being present, that's where you can just open up the closet, so to speak, and pick and choose the response that you think will be most productive in that given situation with that particular person in that moment. And sometimes it'll be trial and error because this is a difficult thing to do. It is a high skill, but it's something that can only work to your advantage and make you come out on the other side of it greatly improved. The reason why our, our methods of communication are so important is because as a social species, it's important for us to bond with one another. 
we bond through our communicative processes and that includes our emotional processes you know when someone's coming at you and they're inauthentic even though their words are trying to be soft there's 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 a an incongruence to someone saying nice things but putting off a funny energy. And the inverse is true. So creating your response takes all of that into account. Our concepts, our emotional concepts, are our sensory interpretations to an environment or a situation. Creating our response is no different. We're just using words. This is a good segue for me to get into one of my passions, reading books. The words we have are incredibly powerful. As a society, reading books is something that is diminishing each and every year as we move forward. Last year, only 24% of the adult population read one book. 38% of third graders never read a book after they finish the third grade. And upwards of 40% of college graduates never read a book after they complete their bachelor's degrees. The importance in reading books is building an extensive vocabulary of words. Why are words are important? Words prime us and expand our range of concepts that we can use and apply when we in fact open that closet to create our response. And this is not only our verbal response, it's our emotional response, it's our response with our tone. If we want to consistently work on being the best versions of the people we can be, a big part of that is getting beyond who we currently are. And that only happens when we work to do something that we're, we're not currently doing right now. So the more words we use just help, help us to effectively communicate. The more words we use, we can prime our subcon subconscious to the concepts we internalize and learn. When we speak to ourselves in our own heads... And when the voices in our heads speak, they use the language and words we are familiar with. A limited vocabulary leads to limited thinking. It, it, it limits our emotional processes. It limits the responses we can create. We have a limited problem-solving capability. Sometimes we need to react. If we cross the street while texting and a car comes barreling towards us, we need to reactively get out of the way. There's no deconstructing that, right? But what I'm talking about is responses in situations where maybe we're caught off guard by something someone says or does. And our initial reaction may not be the most productive one in that particular situation. It's hard sometimes to replay a situation. So that's part of the importance in creating our response. Words are powerful. 
They have influence and they are excellent tools. The more words and languages you have at your disposal works to your advantage in crafting your response to a variety of situations and removes the limitation of just simply reacting on whatever your default setting is. Your default setting, by the way, is just a byproduct of conditioning. It's not something that is in cement and cannot be changed. It's just a learned response that has been repeated over time and it's become a habit. Whether it's good for you or not, that's, that, that's subjectively up to you to decide. But you know where it is you need work in terms of your communicative processes. You know where it is you can be doing a better job, whether it's in the office, whether it's in your marriage, whether it's in your relationship with your children, whether it's in your relationship with your parents, whether it's in your relationships with your friends, wherever and whenever this is applicable, we all have room for growth. We all have that infinite potential to expand upon. And creating our response is in fact a habit that works to our advantage and greatly gives us an opportunity to optimize our options. Few things are more fulfilling than having a conversation with someone particularly when it's supposed to be an uncomfortable conversation and coming out of that conversation feeling good, feeling like it was productive, feeling safe, right? So when you're coming from a place where your tone is of creative emotions, the areas of love, joy, respect, empathy, compassion, that person is going to feel safe in being able to connect and then communicate authentically with you. If you're coming from a place where you're coming from your survival emotions of anger, fear, anxiety, that person may not feel safe and may respond to the tone and energy and not the words that you're trying to communicate or express. And depending upon how you react to someone reacting to your survival energy, that could be chaotic and messy real fast. That's where the saying comes, people talk at each other and not to each other. And nothing gets resolved. And then repeat that often enough, that just becomes a, ba a habit, a bad habit of communication. We get this done by doing. You could practice creating your response by yourself, writing down your thoughts, writing down situations, writing down scenarios, writing down words, priming yourself. I conduct workshops that I call physical visualization. And basically what the practice of that is, is actually acting out certain scenarios that are uncomfortable by physically putting us in inflection zones and inflection points to feel uncomfortable and then stopping and being present in that discomfort. Effectively trying to desensitize us 
to that so we can deconstruct in that moment and in that space. I had a conversation with someone this past week and the person was completely belligerent, completely in their survival motions. And I had that knee-jerk impulse to want to react with my own survival motions, but I, I was able to catch myself and I was able to stop, pump the brakes and deconstruct for a minute. And in my head, I asked myself, is this person reacting to my energy? Because sometimes we can be in a, in a space where we're projecting something that we are not aware of. And when I asked myself if this person is reacting to my energy, I thought I was in a pretty good place. I thought I was doing a good job of being present and coming out of my creative emotions. So what I did was I turned it up. I, I turned the, the dials up and I just forcefully put myself in a place of love and creativity to let this person know I am not a threat. There is nothing for you to be fearful of. This may be uncomfortable, but there is no criticism or judgment coming from me. I'm just trying to solve a problem, which is essentially what I was trying to do. The person did in fact calm down and they decompressed. And we had as productive of an exchange as we could in that moment. But if I just responded with that knee-jerk impulse to get defensive and defend myself, then we would have just been battling, out, battling it out, talking at each other, and nothing would have gotten resolved. That's the kind of work it takes to create your response. And that's something we're all capable of doing. It's not easy at first. Just like anything else, the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. But do it often enough and then it becomes a habit. And once you're in a place where you can effectively communicate with people and come from that place of authenticity and be able to connect and to connect others, that is a superpower. And that's a superpower that's lacking in society as a whole. And technology does nothing to try and help fix that. Because the app culture we live in today is just all about speed. And I'm not knocking technology. I am a huge technophile. But we do have to create a balance. Because if people learn how to communicate only through text messaging or instant messaging or emails, you lose the component of tone and emotion in the exchange. In many ways, you just don't develop that craft of being able to communicate. You're not utilizing your mirror neurons, right? You're not looking into the person's eyes and being able to read what's going on with them. You're not able to pick up on their energy. You can't see their body movements. I don't know if you've had that experience with a friend or a loved one or a family member or your best friend where... You can effectively communicate with someone without saying anything. Animals do it all the time. We have that capability. 
language has gotten in the way of us really getting in touch with and developing that. But we all have that. It's important for us to want to be able to create our response. If you don't believe you can, you create the belief by doing. Sometimes we need something bad to happen to us in order for us to take stock and try and create our response. Maybe we said something that was not nice, something that was completely destructive, something that came from a complete place of survival. I mean, we're human and those things are going to happen, but they don't necessarily have to happen as often as maybe they do. And one of the best ways we can work to collectively forming social bonds is to be able to effectively communicate and create our response with one another. You can move past what you currently are at in terms of your place with your reaction. That's something that's important for you to understand. You're not stuck. You're only stuck if you decide that you're going to be stuck there. Whatever you think about your personality, genetics, whatever you've been told or read, there is room for growth. There's incredible room for expansion. It's just a matter of you believing it, you wanting it, and deciding to put the work in to do it. How we are as individuals, we have a lot of say into what we are and what we become. It's, a, it's just a mindset of taking responsibility for it. We all have that infinite potential that we can access and we just have to create those good habits and be aware of those unseen things that are getting in our way of reaching for that potential. Be inspired. Be inspired to do more. Be inspired to be more. Get it done by doing. At Paradigm Left, my sole mission and purpose is to spread the message of infinite potential. To remove the self-limiting beliefs that too many of us have. If we can develop the mindset that we create our response to situations, that's one step further to embracing the belief that we can, in, in fact, create our realities. Because the two go hand in hand. If reality is subjective and we create it, are you consciously creating a reality? Maybe you need to take a step back and work towards constructing and creating your response. So the next time you have that conversation with someone, particularly one that's going to be uncomfortable or one that turns uncomfortable, keep in mind that if you keep your mindset and your mood in that area of creative energy, like you're having a conversation with a pal or a loved one, you're going to come from that place where your message is going to be heard and the person's going to be in that safe place being authentic with you. And then 
they can respond to exactly what it is you're saying and not just your tone or your energy. Thanks for tuning in to the Paradigm Left Podcast. I'm Elliot Yee. Take care.